You're listening to the Cruise Tips TV Unplugged Podcast. Today, we're answering more of your cruise-related questions. Welcome to Cruise Tips TV Unplugged. I'm your host, Sherry, and we invite you to join our cruise-loving family as we travel the world creating cruise videos and vlogs. In this podcast, we talk tips, tactics, and strategies to help you make every cruise your dream cruise. Well, here we are again, <laughs> and that noise was me. I don't know if that came across, but so unprofessional. Did you hear that? <laughs> that little tiny plastic bonking sound? Yeah. What did you do? Bump into your, your Roadcaster Pro cover? I did, yeah. I'm sorry. So unprofessional. You're so unprofessional. Oh, all the background noise and the podcast. No, you do a great job with the audio. You really do. And I think that these microphones are designed to, to kind of they are reduce yeah. That I mean, stuff. we probably probably won't hear it, but I heard it. I heard it in the headphones, <laughs> in my real professional headphones. It always sounds like a loud thunk, right? Yeah. Oh my goodness. Well, we can't control these things. We always have background noise. We have like air, an airport nearby. There's motorcycles tearing by the house. Whatever it may be, you can't control it. So we've got a lot of, a lot to cover today, right? We do. We have a lot to cover. So what happened last week is that we had a, a lot of different cruise questions that were submitted by our Instagram community, but we had some personal commitments we had to take care of, and we really had to stop the recording. So we decided we had so much more to talk about that we would like to just create another episode and answer the rest of those questions. And we got some new ones as well. So I think we have a good, gosh, I'm going to say we have a good... Uh, probably 25 cruise questions to answer today, which should be really fun. They're, they're very unique and they get us thinking. And I love that. I love thinking. Um, but first we have a five-star review, another good listener spotlight this week from Jesse W. Five-star review from October says, fun, friendly cruise podcast. I love this podcast. I'm relatively new to cruising and have found such a pleasure listening to the friendly, upbeat Sherry and the dry humor of Mr. Cruise Tips TV. Oh no. She just came straight out and said it. Yeah, well, that that kind of pegs it, really. Kind of pegs it. Dry humor, friendly and upbeat, and dry. Dry. It just is that bit, contrast. I'm a bit dry. <laughs> this is this is my husband. He's a bit dry. Dry. Jesse goes on to say, it gets me through days at work and really gets me in the mood for traveling again. There's a wealth of great info in this podcast for both new and seasoned cruisers. Highly recommend. Well, Jesse, upbeat Sherry and dry Mr. Cruise Tips TV appreciate you, and you did you you pegged it. That is that is true. I would say though, Mr. Cruise Tips TV. He is dry, but he is also an upbeat guy. He's a very encouraging person. He's very, he's level-headed though, where I think I'm a little bit more of a spaz. So I'm just putting it out there that uh, I like his dry humor. I was always attracted to his calmness and his dry humor. You're an adorable spaz though. <laughs> I mean, you can't leave that out. You can't just say spaz, say I'm an adorable I'm not going to call myself spaz, adorable. Who would do are. that? That's just weird. Me, I would do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, we're chugging through January folks. I hope you're all doing well. I believe that, gosh, when is this podcast going live? This is going live on January 19th. So we're all kind of failing at our new year's resolutions. Just kidding. You know, we don't make new year's resolutions. So that's the only way to succeed, right? Right. Don't, don't, <laughs> don't make, make any. <laughs> I'm doing better at drinking more water though. I'm proud of myself. I'm hydrating a little bit better, which has been great. Well, you're making lots of opportunities for that. You've got the Brita. The Brita water filter You've thingy. got the liquid mm -hmm. IV stuff. Yes. Does that count as water? Yes, it okay. does. And liquid IV came out with that new flavor, that Concord grape flavor. Ooh, that's good. It is good. And you've been putting that stuff in the soda stream and you've been double trouble. 
And yeah. people who watch us on Amazon Live when we're doing our uh, our live shopping experiences over there, they know exactly what we're talking about. They've seen it all. They've seen the Soda Stream. They have seen my Brita water bottle. They've seen it all. Yeah, I like the Soda Stream because I, I like to experiment with it. It's you know, if you stick with the store bought stuff, I find that it's really not not that great. Yes. You know, if we bought the Dr Pepper alternative, it's called Dr Pete. It's <clears throat> it's just not that good. Mm-mm. There's something that yeah. just doesn't taste good, but I do like trying different things like mixing it with liquid IV. Yeah. It's good stuff. If you guys don't know what we're talking about, SodaStream is like your own personal home soda maker. So it's basically just a carbonator. It's like this little, it's got a CO2 thing on the back and you just pop a water bottle up underneath it and you press the fizz button and it fizzes your water for you. It's really cool. You can make plain water, you can put fruit in there. It's really good. It is, you know, and if you want to see it, and we're not trying to promote this, but if you want to see it, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Try to catch one of our Amazon lives because yeah. here's the funny thing. You use that thing. I use it all the time. Yep. And it, it never has once ever <laughs> sputtered or spit or spilled ever. <laughs> but every time, or at least both times, yeah. you've, you've tried to show it, it sprays all over the place in the studio. Tragedy loves live television. It does. It does. I have, and it's always, it's never, I never spill it while I'm doing a live show in the kitchen. It's only while we're in the set next to a laptop and other items that shouldn't get wet. Anyway, if you don't know where to find us on Amazon, go to amazon.com forward slash shop forward slash cruise tips TV. And then if you scroll to the bottom, it says view all past live streams. And some of you may not even know that we do this, um, but it is really fun. It's it's basically another job for us, really. <laughs> it's really cool. So anyway, enough about that. My hydration is going better. That was the only point of sharing that. I think January is actually going pretty well. The weather's been weird. It's kind of dreary, kind of cold. We're very much having a winter in California, way more seasonal than normal, but enjoying it. And um, there's some just some really exciting new things going on in the cruise industry. First of all, I think we're going to see things coming under control with the Omicron variant very quickly. I think things are, you know, we're, we're, there's a peak in the virus right now, but I really feel a strong optimism with regard to the direction the industry is heading. Um, also, as most of you know by now, the CDC did allow the conditional sale order to expire and become a voluntary program this week. And that was, I think, good news for the cruise industry because it certainly sent the message to the world that the cruise industry has stepped up In fact, the CDC said that, that the cruise industry has stepped up and that they can be trusted to self-manage at this point. And I think that that's a a really important step. And I got to tell you guys, I think it's going to be a really exciting year for the industry. There's some beautiful new builds coming. Um, I'd like to just share that I'm excited about a couple of, of new ones that are that are setting sail this March. Um, Wonder of the Seas, Mr. Cruise Tips TV, her inaugural voyage out of Fort Lauderdale coming in hot this March and also this March debuting just in less than two months, Discovery Princess. I should say just a little more than two months. Very exciting stuff. So Discovery Princess going to be cruising out of LA and then heading up to Alaska. I'm Those two ships are just really on my radar. And I have to tell you, I'm so excited for those new builds. Good stuff, right? Yeah. So things are looking up. And I know yes. that there are a few channels out there who are still pushing the doomsday scenario for cruising, but it doesn't sound like that's really what's happening. And I think that people should take that for what it's worth. Yeah. Oh, and the media too. The media is always going to push the doomsday and you know, that's never going to be, that's never going to be the approach that we take because we are supporters of the cruise industry. 
So, yeah. So, so the question is, why do they do it? And we don't want to go off on too much of a tans- tangent here, but sure. they do it because it works. Oh, yeah. They get clicks. Yeah. If you were a national media outlet, what story would sell? You know, if things you, are great or things are horrible, horrible the tragedy ship is sinking. on the horizon. Right, exactly. So, no, that's I mean, there's no doubt why anyone would create negative content. And that's because people click on it. So if you wanted to stop, stop clicking on it. Yeah, that's like telling people not to slow down when there's an accident. Right. No, no one slows down, don't do they? Rubberneck. Right. But um, yeah. There's always a traffic jam. Yeah, always. Yep, exactly. All right, so enough about that. But let's start uh, Let's start talking about these questions from our community because we have some good ones here, Mr. Cruise Tips TV. The first one comes from an awesome friend of ours over on Instagram who also creates some wonderful cruise content. Her name is Dina, and her channel is called Dina Cruising Through Life. And she says, what is the most difficult part of being a vlogging family? You know, Mr. Cruise TV and I, this is the only question I, I shared with him, Dina, before the podcast. I just said, what is it for you? And um, I think our answers are both kind of different. Mr. Cruise TV said, you know, he basically said like staying true to who we are, you know, creating the kind of content that we always originally set out to create, which is positive pro-cruise content that is also honest, but is not sensational because it is ever so tempting when you are in the content creation space to go there with the negativity, with the negative headlines, the negative thumbnails, just to get clicks, which basically equates to, you know, getting more money, right? If you're, if you have a monetized YouTube channel and you go that direction, you can certainly be more quote unquote successful, but we just don't want to go there. And so I think that is difficult because when you see a platform like YouTube going in that direction, you know, let's be honest, YouTube is prioritizing that type of content. They're pushing it out so people get the views. When you make a choice to follow your heart and to not go in the direction that YouTube rewards, it is actually quite difficult. We've had a lot of conversations in our family about who we are and who we aren't and what message we want to send to the world as a traveling family. And that message is information, education, of course, entertainment, but it's support and it's positivity and it will continue to be that way. Um, Will you sometimes see content from us that's somewhat negative? Sure. Did we just make a video called Just Don't? Yeah, sure. We just told you 10 things not to bring on a cruise ship. There are negative things that we have to talk about sometimes, but they're straightforward and what you see is what you get. So that's difficult um, as a, a vlogging family is we have to follow our heart and you don't always follow the money. That's for sure. Anything else you want to say about that? Well, it's... You know, that's that's the the whole story in a nutshell, because basically the channel was created to help people and open up the cruising industry to people who may not be familiar with it. And a lot of times we have to look at it and think, well, if this helps 2000, you know, only 2000 people watch this, but it helps those 2000 people, then that's our goal. Absolutely. You got it. I love the way you said that. I would say, Dina, too, there is one other thing that's difficult as a vlogging family, and that is that because I have a normal corporate job and we have those normal um, pressures of life, there's never enough vacation time. That, I will tell you, is a struggle. I can't do all the things I want to do. I can't say yes to all the opportunities that I have. I have to really weigh things, measure them out, and and look at them as someone who, you know, I have another, I have a job. And that job takes priority because, you know, 
it's got the health insurance associated with it. Technically, it pays for the cruises a lot of the time, right? And um, and we have those realities. And I think a lot of people don't understand that about us. They may think that we cruise all the time, and we just simply don't. It's not true. We are a normal, hardworking family that just wants the all-American dream. You know, we want the white picket fence, 1.2 kids. We've got one, and we're only going to have one. <laughs> You know, you want to be able to retire. We're we're aggressively saving for our retirement and we're working towards all of those those things. And that does not coincide with me, you know, not having a job and being able to, to cruise all the time. It's just simply not the case. But sometimes it is hard because there's things we want to do and we have to say no. And that's hard. Well, just to back up a little bit, Junior counts as 2.5. <laughs> he is he is so he's extra. He's so good. He counts. Like 2.5 kids. Aww, yeah. And then some. And he's a good boy. He's a good kid. Yeah, he is. Well, I can't really call him a good boy anymore. He's a good teen, right? Oh my goodness. All right, moving on. That was, a, that was a, an intense question to start with, Dina, but thanks for asking it. Katie's many adventures. Katie, we got to meet Katie on Panorama in the theater. She is awesome. She said, if you could sail one of the new ships for 2022, Royals, Wonder of the Seas, or Carnival Celebration, which one would it be? Oh, Katie, put me on the spot. Um, I do have an answer, though. I, I think... I would rather sail Wonder of the Seas. I do love Carnival and I love Royal Caribbean. I love them both. We sail them both quite frequently. But when I'm looking at those two ships in particular, I am most interested in Royal's Wonder. So there it is. You should have picked the easy out. What's that? Don't make me choose like I usually say. No, no, no. See, the question is posed to us, Cruise Tips TV, right? Yes. So I pick one and then you pick the other. That would have worked perfectly. What would be your favorite, Carnival Celebration or Royal's Wonder of the Seas? Uh, well, I'd have to go with Royal, but then I was going to say you should pick Carnival. Uh-huh. But you see, this is the thing. Wonder of the Seas is stopping at Perfect Day at Coco Key. Indeed. I mean, I mean, then she's going over to Europe for a while. So it's, it's, I mean, it also, you have that Perfect Day package in there. And I will be, okay, let me explain a little bit more why I didn't say Carnival. I don't usually rush out to cruise on Carnival's newest and greatest ships. I like the whole fleet. I'm not in a big hurry to see all that there is to offer on those. But I do think that Wonder of the Seas has some features that I'm particularly interested in exploring. So there's your answer. Would I jump on Carnival Celebration? Oh my gosh, of course. We'd be thrilled to do that and probably will too. Okay. Um, uh, I think this is, I, I cannot read this one. Ed Jewel Okay, Viaje says, first time going to NASA. Most people seem to not care about getting off the ship there. So I'm assuming that means you want some tips on what to do in NASA. And I personally love NASA. I think there's a lot to do there. Most recently, we went over and visited Blue Lagoon. It was actually our second time going to Blue Lagoon and doing that excursion. We had the time of our lives. That is so fun. Of course, if Atlantis is open to visitors, especially if you can buy water park passes for the day, that's great. There's city tours. There's wonderful public beaches. So much to do in NASA. I wouldn't miss it. Next up, Haley92 has the best question. Um, Haley says, would y'all consider doing a Persian Gulf or Red Sea cruise? Top of my bucket list. Haley, this is hugely on our bucket list. And yes, I have seen those cruises. I have a friend who got to do one of them this uh, past year in late 2021. She said it was life-changing. So it is absolutely, absolutely on our list. 
as is Saudi Arabia. And, um, you know, I would love to go to Dubai. I've seen some wonderful itineraries on MSC through the Middle East. So there's a lot over there that we'd like to do. Vicky says, do you think the cruise industry can withstand the pressures that we're seeing with Omicron? And Vicky, my answer is absolutely yes. We are seeing the cruise industry withstand the pressures. They're in the thick of it. They're doing it. They're doing what they need to do, Vicky. And sometimes that means canceling cruises, making that tough decision. Hey, we're canceling a voyage. We would rather put the health and safety of our guests and crew first. And that's what we're doing. We're seeing those difficult decisions. We're seeing them coordinate with ports. Sometimes those conversations are extremely difficult, but they're thriving. Uh, passengers are spending more on board than they ever have once they're back on board, which is really helping the cruise lines and booking confidence is up. So Vicki, it is not only do I think it can withstand it, I think it is withstanding it and we'll continue to see that. Now, will there, will there be casualties? Yes, of course. You will see cruise lines suffer. You may see some of the smaller lines reinvent, fail, sell. You know, there could be things that happen, but as, as we stand, I think that they expected that things could get tough again and they prepared for it. So yeah. Okay. Patty Ray 513 says, when you do cruise next, which cruise line will it be on? Oh man, Patty Ray, it's so hard to say. We just don't know yet. Um, we have a few, we have our eye on a few um, newer builds and we'll keep you posted. But right now I don't know. Whatever. It looks good, really. Yeah, whatever or, we can or, do. Yeah, whatever we can we can swing. We could probably, we'd be better off saying, which one would you not be cruising on? Yes, exactly. Right? Yeah, yeah. Because there's so many. Like Disney. We're so open, yeah. It's unlikely. Now, it's possible. Of cost, just because exactly. of cost. And Cunard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, those are just cost. There's no lack of interest. I would love to go on Cunard. Can you imagine? I would too. Oh, man, it'd be so good. And Disney would be so fun. And but Disney, it's not likely. Yeah, it's not likely. So we'll see. Okay. Serendipity Moment said, a cruise line you'd love to revisit that you haven't been on in years. And Holland. why? Holland. Ah, I love it. We had the same answer. Holland America. I wanted to beat you to the punch. I love Holland America. Yeah. Gorgeous vessels, unbelievable service, impeccable food, beautiful touches. You feel pampered. And I it the the fact that we haven't been on in so many years is astounding to me. Um, but we will be back and I cannot wait to go on Holland America again. It was, it, it was a very long time ago. It, it, yeah. it kind of staggers my mind to think of how long ago it was because mm-hmm. it, it seems like yesterday. Yes. I look at the pictures and think of what, what a good time we had and, yeah. and how much I'd like to get, get back on it. But it's, right. it's been so long. I think Junior, I think one of the cruises he went on with our whole extended family as a babe was with Holland America. We did one out of the West Coast here um, on Westerdam or Osterdam. And I just don't remember if it was... Well, he was like one then. He was so, so it's tiny. Been, it's been at least 12 years. Yes. But I was actually thinking of our trip. Right. Our Caribbean our, and Canada, New England yeah, and Canada, all those. Yeah, Canada, New England. Yeah. We love Holland America. And I can't wait to get back on. So that answers, I think, the question. Okay. Mike and Cheryl said, have you ever contemplated a river cruise? Is It, it is something we were thinking about. So Mike and Cheryl, yes, absolutely. Mr. Cruise Tips TV isn't super duper interested in river cruising. It's not as much as jam because of his personality type and the desire for a little bit of anonymity, I think when we cruise, at least to some degree, I think it it is a harder concept for him to get his heart around. I'm very interested in it. 
I'd really like to talk my mom into going on a river cruise with me. <laughs> you know, I think she loves them and she's gotten me excited about river cruising. So I think it'd be a wonderful way to see more of Europe along those waterways. There are other places I'd like to experience a river cruise as well. Um, of course, in Asia, that would be absolutely incredible so that you can just really, you can really kind of snuggle into those smaller cities and then just get right off the boat and walk around a bit. So I think there's interest there. Anything you want to say about that, Mr. Christmas TV? Did I throw you under the bus? Yeah, but that's okay. I mean, it, it is it is what it is. I am who I am. So we'll just move on. Yeah, and it's not like you've been trying to hide that fact. But I do think it's in our future, Mike and Cheryl, and I do think it's worth every penny. It's worth every penny. You know, my mom went on a river cruise once where the water was too low, and they had to take them off of the river cru- cruise vessels and and do a land tour. She said it was phenomenal. I mean, yeah, I'm sure there's people who are complaining about not being on the water, but they got to see a lot of the same stuff. So you do have to be really flexible when you go on a river cruise, but anyhow. All right. T Quesada 721 says best month to cruise to Alaska. This is very much a matter of opinion without a doubt. It's going to vary, but I will tell you my favorite time to cruise to Alaska is late May And my least favorite time is in um, September because in September it gets cold and drizzly. There's a distinct shift in weather. And I will say that I really believe that there's more sunshine in May. It's glorious with one caveat. And that can be that the glacial passages can be a little more icy sometimes and maybe difficult to approach in May. And the wildlife can peak a little bit later in the season as well. But that's just our opinion on the best time to cruise to Alaska. T. Quesada, go to our website and search best time to cruise to Alaska. We've got articles on the on the topic there. All right. Karen Wise said, is there any cruise, is there a cruise itinerary you are not interested in? Yeah, there are some that we're not interested in, I would say. I don't really enjoy going to Ensenada on short cruises, I would say. Other itineraries I'm not interested in. Wow. Um, Karen, off the top of my head, I will tell you that it's the short cruises that we really struggle with more than the places. So if you were to tell me, hey, you know, hey, do you want to cruise here? There's very few places in the world where I'd say, nah, you know, absolutely not. Most places I think that do offer cruise itineraries, I'd say we're pretty keen on exploring. So... Anything that that doesn't interest you, Mr. Christmas TV? No, I can't think of anything. I can't think of anything really specifically. Okay. Salas Fiana says, where, uh, where does Carnival have information about bringing wine on board? I was not able to find it. So Salas Fiana, there are two places you can look. The Carnival Cruise Line beverage policy and the, um, the forbidden items and the alcohol policy. So search for those on the website. It should definitely tell you that you can each, each adult can bring one standard size bottle of wine or champagne. If it doesn't say that, I will tell you that their policy is that currently... They do allow that, but it must be in your carry-on luggage. Never, never checked. Okay. Mike and Cheryl. Oh, we got that question already. Okay. MBE1213 said, ship slash cruise line suggestions for older, less active cruisers. Absolutely. MBE1213, Holland America and Princess Cruise Line would be excellent choices for you. They are, in fact, this is really funny. Many years ago, over on one of the cruise line message boards, there was a running joke 
that Royal Caribbean had a tagline that said something like, get out there. And Holland America cruisers would retort and say, I'm fine right here. Thanks. Like, you know, Holland America is more for people who kind of want to chill. I think you'll be very happy on those cruise lines and you will get to explore the world even if you are older and less active. So I'm hoping that 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 answer is suitable for you. Also, if you want a really super ultra formal and traditional cruising experience, you might want to try Cunard. Zanny Simon said, when do you think they will stop requiring the vaccine? We cannot go until they do. I know this is a question that a lot of people have, Zanny. The truth is we have absolutely no idea. I can tell you I would be shocked if the vaccine requirement went away in the first nine months of 2022. I think it's here to stay strongly through summer, potentially through fall. I have no inside information on that. I'm just making an educated guess. But for right now, I don't see it going away. But I hear you. I feel you. You're not alone. A lot of people are asking. Pastor Tyler Johnson said, thoughts on older ships out of small ports like Mobile, Charleston, affordable, but what at what sacrifice? Well, Tyler, you know, it really depends on you. If you like those older ships, charming little older ships that have typically a very, very good service, like for example, Carnival out of Charleston, excellent service. Yes, older vessel, but definitely nice little five-night itineraries out of there. I think that the charm is that perhaps what you do is you go and you extend your stay. Maybe you want to go to Charleston for a few days beforehand. I don't know about Mobile. I'm not sure if that's a tourist destination for before or after, but places that um, host those little ships can be wonderful, charming places to extend that stay and it can be really super exciting. So if you don't like older ships though, you know, especially with Carnival, who knew Carnival sailing out of Charleston, if that's not your jam, then maybe not worth it. Maybe worth it to spend the money on the airfare and go sail on a newer, bigger ship that has all the bells and whistles. All right. Next question is a funny one, not cruise related, but funny. I want to go cruising asks, how many hummingbird feeders do you have? (laughs) Try and top nine. Well, obviously I want to go cruising is following us at cruise tips TV on Instagram, because in our stories, we often show our hummingbird antics. We have extremely aggressive hummingbird population in our backyard who like to dive bomb our heads. I um, joke with a a friend of ours who's a doctor that I'm going to walk into his clinic one day with a hummingbird like lodged in my eye, you know, with like the, their little, (laughs) their little, I don't even know what it is. It's not a beak. Please someone tell me what the front part, the pokey part of the hummingbird is. I'm embarrassed to say, I don't know. Um, But I feel like they're just going to like try to kill us one day and like jab us in the ear. But anyway, we have two hummingbird feeders. I want to go cruising and we love watching the hummingbirds when they're around. All right, Fitness32 has a question. Do you have to have cruise insurance now? Well, not necessarily. You don't have to unless there are some cruise lines that if you are unvaccinated, you have to have a certain type of cruise insurance. It varies by state. You need to check with your travel agent on that. Should you have cruise insurance now? Probably. I I mean, I've never traveled without travel insurance. I think it's a solid idea to do so at all times, but something to take into consideration. Serendipity Moments said, anything that you believe is overhyped on cruises, example, destination, activities, excursions. Oh, overhyped. 
Um, I'm not a big fan of like art auctions or art shows or anything like that. I think that can be something that is overhyped. I also do believe that some cruise line excursions, not all, some are overcrowded. And I don't like that. Um, You have to kind of learn when to book with the cruise line and when not, because I think you can get more for your money and a less crowded excursion sometimes. Um, What else, Mr. Cruise Tips TV? What what do they sell on cruise ships that's like just maybe overhyped? Can you think of anything? Nothing. Not really so much. Not something you pay attention to. I'm going with art auctions and overpriced excursions. Although just please know that we do sometimes book with the cruise line. All right. Karen Clay says how to make the most of a two-day cruise. It's my dad's 80th birthday and not my length preference. Oh my gosh, Karen. So stressful. Two night cruises are gnarly and exhausting and I feel you. My advice for you would be to go into it with zero plans. I would buy the drink package for sure. Maybe make a massage appointment and try to plan as little as possible and just be in the moment because the time is just going to go by so stinking quickly. And I would put all your focus into dad and just think this is what, this is what dad wanted. Maybe not my choice, but don't go too busy. Don't, don't, don't go too crazy planning things is what I would say. OCWA Danielle said, where do I hear the podcast? You can hear it anywhere you listen. Pretty much, Danielle. Just search Cruise Tips TV Unplugged Podcast anywhere. But I already answered Danielle privately because if you're listening to this podcast right now, you already know where to find us. You can also find it at our website, cruisetipstv.com. All right. B Wilson five said cost aside, if you could try a new to you cruise line, which would you choose? What do you think? What will be your choice? New to me? Mm-hmm. Probably Cunard. I have to say, I agree with that. I would say Cunard or for me, I'm also interested in the expedition lines. So something like Uncruise would be amazing. Would love to do one of those, um, obviously river cruise lines, things like that. But Mr. Cruise Tips TV is more of a big ship guy or more of a traditional cruising guy, less small ships. All right. Salty Anchor Scott, our buddy Scott. Hey, Scott. He says, do you think you can get Lee Mason on a podcast to talk all about the restart? Well, Scott, funny you should ask because you made this request. I reached out to Lee and he said yes. So the answer is We can, and we will, and we're looking forward to it. In fact, I'm hoping to do that in the next month or so. And I think, Mr. Crucibs TV, that is the perfect spot to kind of wrap up the Q&A for today's podcast. Any questions stump you today? I think quite a few of them stumped you. You got kind of quiet on me over there. Yeah, I think we covered it. I think we covered it. All right, friends. Well, thank you so much for listening in. If you ever have cruise questions, know that you're welcome to direct message me over on Instagram or Facebook or send me an email. You're always welcome to do that. And thank you so much for listening. We will see you next week. Until next time, see you on the high seas. Thanks for listening to Cruise Tips TV Unplugged. If you like our show and want to know more, check us out at cruisetipstv.com. You can also find us on YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram by searching Cruise Tips TV. We'd love if you'd leave us a review wherever you're listening to this podcast, subscribe to the show, and tune in next week. Until next time, we'll see you on the high seas. 
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. 